Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Let's go straight into the word for today. Last week, I couldn't do it. Today, I promised myself that you receive it so that I can go into the theme of the month for this month, July. Hallelujah. Divine opportunities under open heavens. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because you are a child of God and your life is not an accident, praise the Lord. Your life is not what? An accident. God has intentionally fashioned that everything that surrounds you, okay, must work together for your good. And the reason it must work together for your good is that the manifestation of your destiny goes to accomplish its purpose. If you employ somebody to build a house for you, your goodwill, your good intentions for the person is that the person will succeed in building. Is that not so? So you desire that the person will have all the resources, all the technical abilities and the materials to be able to build. You do not wish that the person will fall sick on a particular day. Do you wish for that to happen for somebody you have intentionally, deliberately employed? to build or to do something for you. You intentionally ensure that there is safety, there is resources, and there is everything for you to, for the person to be able to achieve what you have asked. Because when a person achieves that purpose, it means that your initial purpose or counsel or project will be achieved. So it is in the manifestation or the, the good manifestation and implementation of your purpose in the life of the person that also accrues to your advantage. And so, when it comes to God, God has intentionally invested every resource for your well-being. So, Second Peter chapter 1 tells us that everything that pertains to life, everything that pertains to life, is it verse what? Three? 1 Peter 4, 3. Somebody read for me. Reverend Andrew. All things. Say, I have all things. Say, God, who created me, who planned my birth, who brought me into this world and planted me in this country and into the family that I am in right now. Even though the family may not be rich, even though the family may not have the kind of resources I had wanted to see, even though it seems the family is handicapped in a certain way, even though I may not like my father, even though I may not like my father, even though I physically may not like my mother, even though I physically may not like or the kind of food he likes, she likes to cook, or the kind of food she likes to cook. I say, say the thing well, I see the thing I'm saying. No, you have not done some before. Mm-hmm. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Because all things, all things, all things, all things that pertain to life, that pertain to life, all things, all 
that pertains to my destiny has been given to me. Say, I have it. I have it. Child of God, you see, the way you are saying it, eh? nobody, nobody can excel even with one million dollars for starting life. If your mindset is wrong, poverty has nothing to do with money. The, the lack of money. Put a genuine billionaire, strip him of every money and give him time. He will become a millionaire again. Give the poorest guy $10 million. Give him just one year to be done. He will still return to poverty. Somebody won a Vodafone house that worth $1 million at Trasaco, $1 million with cars, drivers, everything. He's back to back down. Very poor again. Very poor again. Because poverty or, or riches is not about what you have. A man's life does not consist of the things he possesses. It is a mindset. It is a mindset. Do you understand me? It is a mindset. Put some people, they will make money. Meanwhile, you have been here, you never saw that opportunity. A lot of things come to play to see success. And the anointing you have received is meant to teach you those things. He said you have received an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. The day you are anointed and everybody here that is called a child of God is truly anointed. The question is, have you allowed the anointing to teach you? What do you know or what have you known so far from the anointing? And how are you living your life? Praise the Lord. If the anointing you have, all you want the anointing to do for you is to show you how many witches there are around you. You are a very useless Christian. Do you understand me? Because the anointing is a very serious commodity. It is meant for serious business. What is anointing? Anoint, to be anointed means that the presence of God has been rubbed upon you. And God's presence is not just to see how many witches there are in your life. It's far better than that. The man of God led you in prayer right now. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will not leave you as orphans. He said, it is good that I go away so that the helper, another helper, another helper will come. So when he comes, when the Spirit of he will, he will guide you into all truth. He said he will teach you and he will guide you. The fact that he is guiding you means that you are going somewhere and he knows the way. And so he wants to show you where you are going, how to get there. Praise the Lord. And so, if all you do, if all you do is to just pray, but not take steps after prayer, you are going to be poor. You are going to be poor. Do you understand me? Prayer is important. Taking a step is important. And some of you are afraid to take steps because you are afraid that if you take a step, you fear for your house people. 
Why do you think that the anointing is so cheap that house people can stop it? Then why are you serving God? My God is a powerful God. He, he, they used to teach you in Sunday school if you went there, but you did you thought it was just rhyme. My God is so big. You see, you didn't go, you don't know how to sing it. When they were teaching you Sunday school song, you were coloring uh, Noah's Ark. Understand that song. My, sing it. My God is so big. Again, continue. Continue. Obi Atoni dear. Then we we are his. Oh, sing it, sing it. For the last time, singing the game, my God is so big. Do you believe it? So strong and so mighty, there is nothing my God cannot do. Is it in your mindset? When you wake up and you are praying, do you believe, do you see that I am talking to a God that is big? I've shared this story with you several times. Many times, I was praying. I was, yeah, I was praying. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I was a small boy then. I said, Father, I come with a cup, a cup that is as big as the ocean. Give me your anointing. He said, it's too small. Man of God, he said, it is too small. And I was unfounded. I didn't know what else is. I said, I want to, uh, I come with a cup that is big like the sky. He said, it's too small. I was confused. I was confused. I was now growing up. God has started talking to me small, small. And I wanted to see power. All I wanted to see was power. Power, power. Like my brother there. Power, power. When you do this one, then the chair will fall down. Power. Oh, yes. I actually had an encounter like that. Had an encounter like that in a dream. God said, Kingsley, I, uh, he said, I am a very big God. How you see me is how I'll demonstrate myself to you. Yesterday, I was doing something. A friend of mine who is a prophet in Kumasi called me. He's a man of God. I was just praying. I was just speaking in tongues. And the Lord said, I should call you and tell you that he himself is your God. Why are you asking him this? And um, I was asking him this and that and that. that. So why are you still asking him? He said, it was given long ago. I said, I know. Then he laughed and he cut off the call. I said, thank you for reminding me. Sometimes we need reminders. When I was praying that prayer, he told me so small. Later on, he didn't answer me that day. Another time, then he said that, I myself, I am your anointing. I have given myself to you. What else? 
So to a large extent, when we pray and say, Father, give me more anointing, there is no more, more anointing. The capacity of usage is dependent on you. When you are afraid, when I say come and preach, come and take the microphone and preach. Why? God does not use you because you can preach. He uses you because you are available. I never thought I could speak. I never thought I could preach for five minutes. Give me one week. I can preach you one week without stopping. It's God. Has nothing to do with human ability. Has nothing to do with human ability. The first time I met Prophet Nanase Opokusakode, he looked at me and said, You, God says the anointing that makes ministry easy and preaching easy is on you. When they give you a microphone, you can preach the whole year. He told me this 2004. When I invited him to come and preach in KCF, praise the Lord. I don't know or say I have grace. He said, but as for you, the anointing I receive remains on you. He said, it remains. It has not gone anywhere. He said, it remains on you. The anoint, as for you, the anointing you have received is on you. It remains on you. Say, the anointing is remain. It has remained. The anointing has remained. It has remained. It has remained. So the question is, what are you using it for? Don't ever tell your mind, let me put God aside and study. We don't put God aside. There is no side for you to put him. He is everywhere. That side you want to put him, he's already there. We study under God. My God is so big, so mighty. So if you are going to engage your mental faculties with him as the activator, if you are going to allow him to sponsor your mindset, you, everybody will call you strange and powerful. Everybody will call you strange and powerful. Apply God in the area of your calling and see. Apply God in that company and see. And see. When you are going to sleep, Father, give me ideas. Give me skill in this office, in this work I do. And go and see. Dr. Setablo, he came when we had to make, uh, you saw him. He's a medical doctor. Professional medical doctor. He has a hospital called Mana Mission Clinic at Teshinugwa, just beside the church. He said he was in the office and then in his consulting room, then they brought a fetish priest who, who suddenly went blind. A fetish priest. He went blind and he couldn't cure himself. I wanted to sink in. Fetish priest. Yesterday I saw a video. A guy who was being interviewed. I think he, he was being trained as to be a fetish priest himself. And then he said, one day they woke up and the chief fetish priest who was training them 
said his money is missing. Which of them took it? All the apprentice fetish priests. Which of them took it? Then this guy that is being interviewed, he's now a man of God. He said, ah, people come to you and come and ask you, this thing is missing. Can you help me find it? Then you do things and then you tell the person where it is and then go and look for You, your money is missing. You are asking us who took it. And everybody there said, it's not me, it's not me. Then he went to his room, brought three eggs and a schnapp and started cursing. Then he said, "Ah, you, you said the God you worship is the most powerful spirit in town and you, you are the most powerful and you are saying your something is missing. You can't find it. He said, now that he's a Christian, and he read the Bible, then he noticed that what Isaiah said is true, that idolatry is foolishness. The key version is nicer. Or say, But you see, what pains me is that you, a child of God, you behave like that fetish priest. Is it sinking in? It's sinking in. Uh, you have God resident in you and on you. You have God resident in you and on you. And he said, you know all things because you have an anointing from me. And yet, Antiboy, Why? You are afraid every time I remove that from you. May you become powerful and may you live powerfully. May you become powerful. He said we are kept by the power of God. Somebody sang it, used it to even sing. Kept by the power of God. You will sing it and dance and sweat and yet you go home and be afraid. Why? Mawajin, sir. I pray for you that your mindset will change. Tell your neighbor, go for your mind. Nobody, no matter how anointed you are. See, Jesus was with the disciples in the boat and they were afraid. One day he asked them, how long should I be with you? Because when your mindset has not changed, nobody can do anything for you. You can't have a good marriage without a good mindset. You can't be, that's why it says be transformed by the way you renew your mind and learn some things and learn what will accrue to your advantage. So what you say? You will become powerful in prayer. Some of you pray a lot, but you are still not powerful. Not because it's not a prayer that will make you powerful. We have the phrase, a prayerful person is a far powerful person. Not necessarily true. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. No, prayer is one of the keys. It's never the master key. No, whoever wrote that song, I, I know where he's going with 
thank God for his life, but he got it wrong. The word of God is a key. Uh, right now, you said something when you were leading the prayer, okay? When you said that a portal was open and God showed me something, and I said, wow. Wow. You were even joking. You said, you, I know that you, you, ha- you are wiser than your teachers. When you just made that statement, God took me to that scripture. And then he showed me something. Because wisdom is not the accumulation of knowledge. Your teacher teaches you by feeding you with knowledge. But the right application of knowledge is called wisdom. And though you may not have the knowledge, you have a skill to apply knowledge, information rightly. The teacher may not have it. And it is the word of God that gives human beings that advantage that a teacher will be talking about a certain information. You will receive that information by your ability to apply information and write with the teacher who is teaching you lacks. You are wiser than him. And it is the word of God that does that. You have that grace. All things that pertain to life. All things that pertain to life, including marriage including business. And David behaved himself wisely. And David behaved himself wisely. And he became great because God was with him. Because the anointing was with him. When you receive the anointing, it teaches you to behave wisely. To behave wisely means to apply knowledge aright. You won't catch me dishonoring anybody around me. Not my seniors, not my co-equals, not my subordinates. You won't catch me. You will not catch me. Why? It is wisdom. We'll read the scripture. When God opened the scripture up to me, I got scared. He said, when a tree, wherever a tree falls, that is where it will lie. But before that sentence, the pretext said something. Which explains that text. And I said, Father, I never saw it. Age. That is why he says, tells you to apply knowledge. Renew your mind. Yes, I did be obeyed here preaching. My prayer is not so that you come here every Sunday and listen to me talking and going home. My prayer is that you will be transformed. My prayer is that you go out there and become a leader. In this kingdom, God, everybody's a leader. In this kingdom, you are a leader. Say, I am a leader. I am a leader. Say, I am a leader. I am a leader. Leadership mantles and graces is on you. Behave like one. Start renewing your mind. Now, let me go back to what I said the first time. Man, the man of God is checking the scripture. <laughs> We'll come there very soon. What does the, uh, the verse before it say? If the clouds are full of rain, no, before the, if the clouds are full of rain, cast your brain upon waters, many waters, and in many days, you will find it. You will find it. For 
if the clouds are full of water, it will rain yes. on the, the earth. Falls to the south. Then he says, if the tree falls to the south, or to the north, do you know why? Let me not jump there. We will come there so that you will understand it within the context. We are talking about divine opportunities and open heavens. I'm saying that because you are a child of God, God has intentionally invested his fullness in you so that you will be able to accomplish your destiny. It is in your destiny accomplishment that glorifies him. God is glorified in you fulfilling your assignment. Jesus praying in John 17. Children, are you paying attention? John 17 says, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son. Glorify your name. And glorify your son. In talking, he gets to a place Then he says, I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work. Why would Jesus say, I have glorified you by finishing the work? Because when you finish your assignment, it, the glory goes to God. Why does the glory go to God? It means you have advanced or established his kingdom. Do you understand me? You, God wants you to marry because that marriage must expand his kingdom. It is a must. And Jesus was going to a town. The Bible says, and he needs be passed through Samaria. He needed. In other words, before the foundation of the earth, it was programmed. God had designed it that when he comes on earth, at a particular point in time, he must. In the volumes of the book, it was written. He must. It's a must. There are certain things that must happen in your life. There are certain people who must betray you. Otherwise, you will never learn wisdom. Oh, yeah. There are certain companies, when you go and work there, they must fire you. Uncle Ebo White, if he had not been fired, Roverman Productions will never exist. He'll be comfortable taking salaries at the end of the month. It was a painful sacking. Painful. The line upon him, sacking and disgracing him, that birth Roverman Productions. Some people are comfortable in their places. They will never take advantage of divine resources until God begins to ruffle the nest. The eaglet will never want to fly because he's enjoying mommy feeding. One day, the mother will intentionally destroy the nest so that it will be uncomfortable for you to sleep. Then you, you will venture. Because eaglet, you know, top in the mountains. You say, eh, what if I fall down? Mommy will bring me food. Let mommy bring me food. I guess what time mommy says, no. Spread those wings. And you are programmed that the wind will carry you. The winds are not meant to cause you to fall. The winds are meant to carry you. He said, this species of birds that we are called eagle, we don't even fly, we glide. We spread our wings and we glide above every other bird. Every other bird. Every other bird. How the, the height to which eagles fly most bears don't get there. Not even the crane. They don't get there. I saw a hunter eagle 
cranes were moving in the clouds. This eagle was far like an airplane. Gage came and came to catch one of the cranes to go and feed on. I said, what? Things like that go on. And you are sitting down there crying. God will never come and take the first test for you. He will never take the step. Take the step. Otherwise, you keep growing. And God will not mind. At the seasons, a portion, when he is supposed to prophesy to you, he will send a man of God to prophesy to you. He may not have done the one he told you about. It's not in, in his domain. You are not ready for that message. So God wants you to take steps. And one of the resources or the purpose of the resources is to help you achieve your purpose. Now, he gives opportunities in time for you to be able to take advantage of the necessary resource for that season to accomplish your goal. So Ecclesiastes chapter 3 tells us something. Let's read it quickly. From verse 1. Just verse 1. Ecclesiastes 3, 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. Let's go. Everything there is a season. To everything there is a season. A time for every purpose. And then there is a time for purpose. Purpose uh, referring to the reason behind the word everything. To everything. Everything is activity. So you can remove the word everything and then put the word activity. To every activity there is a season. Or you can replace it with project. You can replace the word everything with the word project. To every project, there is a season. To every event, there is a season. To every occurrence in your life, there is a season. Now, projects, seasons, activities, sorry. Projects, events, activities, breakthroughs, open doors, milestones. They have a purpose. And the purposes are not revealed until a time where the project has made has taken place. Then you understand, oh, this is why God made me to do this. Oh, this is why this thing happened at this time. Oh, uh, okay. When you begin the project, you may not understand the purpose for which you are doing that project. But when the project is done, within the season that it was given, then you will have the purpose for which the project took place. That's what he's saying. Now, there are spe- some, not all of us will marry at the same time. Some people marry early, some people marry, because of specific purposes behind your projects or your everything in life. A, a season comes where I met this man of God, uh, Reverend Dr. Setablo, he said, man of God, the season for you to go here and here came long ago. You are not taking the step. So the window of opportunity is closing. Be very fast. I said, God has told me. The Lord has told me. The season is closing. If you don't, many things will spoil if you don't take that step. I said, yes, sir. Seasons are cyclical. They are not forever. When God was blessing Noah after the ark, or say, 
as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Winter and summer. He mentioned, he said they will not cease. They are cyclical. You see the earth goes around the sun. This our sun and its solar system is also going around a particular star. Do you know that? Let's come back. You don't like the science subjects. Write this thing down. God wants you to know times and seasons. A portion for your life. I said to you, within times and seasons are the blocks of your opportunities. Time and season is the womb within which opportunities are birthed. When you waste time, you waste destiny. When you waste time, you waste opportunities. Do you understand me? Seasons and times contain opportunities. When the rainy season comes, the opportunity to plant comes with it. So that the when the harvest time comes, you will have harvest. He who does not plant will be poor. Do you understand me? But if you don't have the opportunity to plant, then you will not just be poor. You will be destitute. So, do not waste time. Tell your neighbor, do not waste time. Sitting down and watching Netflix the whole day is time wasting. Do you know what you are doing? You are not just wasting time. You are making somebody rich. There are people who invest in Netflix and they don't watch the movies that are put there. And the more people watch, the more their um, investments pay off. Most of the people who work for Apple, or the big shot, I'm not talking about the employees, the real owners, they, are, they don't buy Apple for their children. They don't even buy a phone for their children. Steve Jobs never gave his children a phone. Same with Bill Gates. I chance on an interview. She is not going to leave any will um, inheritance to his children. The first time I heard, I said, "This man is a wicked man." I heard Steve Harvey. He said, "I'm not leaving anything for them. I'm spending it on myself and on my wife." I said, "I'm not leaving anything." First, when I heard that, I was like, mm. "Then he made a comment." I said, "This man has given his children." the best gift, the mindset of wealth. Those children can never be poor. Put them anywhere in the world, they will be, become millionaires. It's not plenty money that makes you rich. Africa, let a rich man die and leave the inheritance for his children. Give the child 10 years. Opportunity is a set of circumstances that makes it possible for something to happen. Opportunities. 
is a set of circumstances or a time or a set of circumstances that makes it possible for some to do something. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that any circumstance that must happen in your life for you to be able to do and take the steps you must take, may that thing come to you in Jesus' name. Any circumstance in nature or divinely sponsored that must happen for you to walk, for you to actualize, for you to implement your gift. Praise the Lord. The, the church I was in, the pastor didn't think I could pray or anything. One day, a circumstance happened. The prayer leader came and I, I don't know, maybe broken heart or whatever. He was reading a prayer, then he put the microphone down and then he went home. <laughs> Sunday morning. He was in a prayer. And when he was in a prayer, you could see that this guy is not here. He just put the phone down. And the pastor had not come. So I went to take the microphone. And I was even afraid because that man, if you are not assigned to touch microphone, you go touch microphone, thou shalt receive curses. He will curse you. Oh yeah. I went to stand there took the microphone, started praying. was praying. The whole place got charged. When I saw him, my eyes were closed. When I, my own, the pastor and the, they come to sit there, the Holy Spirit said, continue. Then they were looking at me. I, I turned my I started facing Then when I turned to look at them, the two of them, they were lying on the floor. They were lying and they were crying. I said, oh, someone. When I finished, I put the microphone and I went to sleep. I went to sit down. Then the man of God came to me and said, From today, you are the prayer head. He said, Now, when you are the prayer head, you are the prayer Angels have filled this place. I said, don't worry. This circumstance needed to happen. And, and from that day, I was prayer leader for 10 years that I stayed in the church. From that day. And if, if I, were, I were not, God had not graced me. And I was not praying for, and that opportunity presented itself, I will not be able to take advantage of it. Do you understand me? Every circumstance that must happen for the gift of God in your life to be showcased, for men to recognize you, I pray for you. May that situation happen. Amen. Any circumstance in the office that must happen for you to be promoted, may that circumstance happen. Anybody who must suddenly, any rich man who must suddenly have an idea that I have to build somewhere for you to get that contract, may that circumstance happen. You are not getting me. You are not getting me. Any situation that must happen for you to meet that gentleman ordained for you, 
May that situation happen. Opportunity is a, is a set of circumstances that makes it possible for you to do something. Number two, opportunity is a good chance for advancement or progress. A chance. It's a chance for your advancement. Anything that must happen, anything that must happen, It's a time and chance. Time and chance happens to everyone. Any chance that must occur in your life. Chance. Hey, chance. Mommy, chance. Any chance that must happen for the glory of God to be made manifest in your life, I release it upon you. Amen. May you get that chance to meet that boss. May you get that chance to meet that stakeholder. May you get the chance to engage in that business. The chance for that scholarship to come, may it happen. The chance for you to take embark on that journey outside Ghana for your education, may that chance come. Amen. May the chance for you to be liberated from whatever predicament, may that chance come. Amen. I say, may that chance come. Amen. Wherever your CV is. Let me tell you something. Now they do online CV most. First, those days where it used to be paper, you have to submit it. On a, on a daily basis, the HR companies, they receive thousands of applications. At the end of the week, they don't read though. They gather, red. They gather and burn them. Your CV will not be burned. Now that they do it online, it is select or delete. May your application never be deleted. May your promotion or contract letter never be thrown to the bin. Amen. The chance, if it is somebody that must mention your name to somebody, may that chance come. Amen. I release that grace upon you. Amen. Opportunity is a favorable juncture of circumstances, a favorable juncture, a kairos moment, an opportune time that occurs once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime, a favorable chance, a favorable occurrence that suddenly shoots you into the line because you needed it and God orchestrated it. May that thing happen to you. May that opportunity for you to escape poverty come upon you. That opportunity, lifetime opportunity. Somebody heard the news that they were going to do uh, rural electrification. Something jumped in him and said, this is my opportunity. I'm going to go into cable supply because they will need cables. Is it Otenji or somebody? Now he is a millionaire. 
He wasn't a millionaire. He just had in the budget. Many years ago, Rawlings' time, rural electrification project, he said they would need wires. He started going to get contracts. He said, I will supply the wires for this project in this particular so-so and so-and-so. He said, you have the contract. I was working in a bank. One man who owns, he, was a, he doesn't own, he's a manager of one of his, those security companies. He said, Kingsley, give me a loan. I want a loan from your bank. I said, what do you need a loan for? Security for some of loan. Why can't pay your salary? He said, no, 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 no. The, I heard the government say they want to do speed ramps in a particular neighborhood where I am. And Charlie, 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 I want that contract. I'm going to bid for the contract. So, but you are a security man. I said, sure. It's a chance. It's a what? Chance. We gave him the loan. He got the contract. He is not a const into construction. He's, he registered a construction company to build speed ramps. And he made money. When you listen to the news, what do you see? You think... When you are, those of you who still watch GTV, when they are giving funeral announcements, you don't see any opportunity here. <laughs> Not just that. Have you seen, uh, what's their, na their name? The one at the Hatcher Road. It was an opportunity. They know that, Charlie, whether we like it or not, Ghanaian likes funeral. Let's go into funeral business. Hallelujah. Opportunities are the gateways to great destinies. Opportunities are what? The gateways to great destinies. Everyone that achieves something in life, anything substantial, anyone whose destiny becomes great, had opportunity, got a gateway, an open door. Opportunities, therefore, are the gateways that great destinies occur. Lockdown came. Some people took advantage of how they can jimmy. What is the word? What is the, uh, what is the key word for uh, comedy. <laughs> I've been thinking about that word. Like, what's the three word? The three language. Uh, uh, masa, masa, masa. It's a sentence you are giving me. I say, what's the word? Concept is an English word. What she's saying comes close, but it's not the word. A stand-up comedian in Ghana was trying to say, talk to the tree, and say, hey, in the tree, you have a friend Jimmy for home. is not, Nkomode is sweet talk. Somebody sees that people like to laugh. Let me go and fool for them to laugh. 
Lockdown came. People were complaining. But people saw opportunity that I will not go and enjoy any acting uh, uh, industry. I can create content and make people laugh. Somebody started doing like this. Somebody too. One girl be a fear official. Official a fear. Can fool. No, of course she's uniform. No, as a she's rich now. Some people who can sing but probably don't have time, uh, opportunity to sing in church. Lockdown. They will come, take songs, be singing. They have blown. One lady called Nana Blue. My God. Some people started cooking live, TikTok. They are sensations. Some people can talk. They sit down. They talk. What did you did you see opportunity in lockdown? Some people did teaching online. Yes, and they are making it. By you, you are complaining. Opportunity, therefore, okay, does not come how you expect. It's a gateway. Oftentimes, opportunities are dressed up in things that you will never acknowledge. Be careful how you view life. Are you here with me? Yes. Be what? To lack opportunity, therefore, is to miss out on destiny. If opportunities are the gateways that great destinies, to lack opportunity is therefore to miss out on destinies. If you lack opportunity, no matter the resource you have, you may never be able to accomplish your destiny. You may be smart. You may have gotten first class. But if you lack opportunity... You will never be able to. Um, I pray for you that you will never lack opportunity. Every week, every day, every month, may God open your eye. May God open your eyes into opportunities that have surrounded you. May opportunities around you. Opportunity to showcase God's glory. Opportunities to manifest God's intent for your life. Opportunity to become all that heaven has ordained you to be. May you never lack opportunity in every area of life. In the name of Jesus. Every missed opportunity slows down your destiny. Every missed opportunity slows you down in life. Every missed opportunity is a missed milestone. I pray that you will never miss your opportunities. May the pathways of your life be embellished with awesome opportunities. Oh, I said that may the pathways of your life be full. Of opportunities. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 9. 
I'm going to run a bit fast, so bear with me. From verse 10. Let's go. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 from verse 10. Mm -hmm. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. Okay. For there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the Start from verse 1. When you get to verse 10, alert me, then I'll talk. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 from verse 1. For I considered all this in my heart so that I could declare it all, that the righteous and the wise and their works are in the hand of God. People know neither love nor hatred by anything they see before them. The reason I said, uh, uh, let me at verse 10, is that last week I started reading from verse 1, and I, uh-huh, so I don't want to do that again. So, uh-huh. Verse 2. All things come alike to all. One event happens to the righteous and the wicked. To the good, the clean, and the unclean. To him who sacrifices and him who does not sacrifice. As is the good, so is the sinner. He who takes an oath, as he who fears an oath. This is an evil in all that is done under the sun, that one thing happens to all. Truly, the hearts of the sons and sons of men are full of evil. Madness is in their hearts while they live, and after that they go to the dead. But for him who is joined to all the living, there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also, their love, their hatred, and their envy have now perished. Nevermore will they have a share in anything done under the sun. Go, eat your bread with joy, and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already accepted your works. Let your garments always be white, and let your head lack no oil. Live joyfully with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life, which he has given you under the sun. All your oh, days. Oh, wait, man, I go wait. Uh, that that place, I have to talk. <laughs> Read it again. Verse nine. Live joyfully with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain give life. Give me, give me another version. NLT. Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. Philip didn't hear it well. (laughs) Verse 9. Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. Verse 10. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might, for there is no work or device Please pay attention. Whatever. I told you that opportunities are the blocks with which destinies are built. It is the gateways. Now, if you don't build capacity in waiting, okay, and you despise the fact that opportunities are set of circumstances that happen, for you to be able to achieve something. And the day I got the microphone, if I went to stand there, I was going, let's pray. Um, Proverbs chapter 100 verse 200 says, Do you understand me? I only have been able to become what I became in that church. And it is out of that thing that you see me standing here today.
So, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. You will be doing hard work. Somebody said, this person is a hard worker. I want to employ you. Come. That is it. Some of my colleague bankers got opportunities to become managers in big firms because they were hard workers. On a daily basis. When I went to the bank, there were five guys I went to meet. Five guys. They were all uh, on band one. That's the, the entry level. And most of them had worked three, four, five years there before I went to meet them. I was put on band three when I went there. Now, what happened? When I was about to leave, we got a certain boss who came and he looked out for people who were hardworking and he promoted them. Fast, fast, fast. He promoted them. Then it was, then most of them also, when they pro were promoted, because they were hardworkers, they, uh, the boss, that particular boss, left to another bank and he recruited them and gave them serious managerial positions in the bank, in, in the bank that he had gone to. Some of them were made branch managers. Some of them were promoted like serious sales managers. Big, big positions. And it was left with one guy. I don't want to mention his name. Maybe one day you will, you will see me somewhere and beat me up. <laughs> but this guy, when I was there, okay, he made himself say, Ali Chon, he knows he's wise in his own eyes. As soon as it is five, he takes his bag, he's going home. When I am doing something, the others will want to come. One particular guy, Francis, he will come and come and help me. So I taught him how to do sales, how to do many things. I taught him. This guy will never help out anybody. He, 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 he was like, he thought he knew. Within two years I left the bank, Francis became a branch manager. After three years, he got promoted again. He was, he was made area manager. B5, band five, quick elevation. And that guy was still band one. Nobody was minding him. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it well. Is it the organ? Are you cooking? Are you serving your father, your mother? Are you a student? Opportunities is embellished in the pathways of life. You never know who is watching you. You go to work, you are serving customers. And your, your foolish, negative, troublesome attitude is there. You are abrasive to people. You will miss out on opportunity. I served a millionaire I didn't know. He became my friend. It is me that didn't pursue that relationship. He came. He came to sit beside me. His eyes were red. He said, what's your name? I mentioned my name. He said, can you give me 50 cities to go and buy food? I looked at the man. The man looks this and why is he asking me for money? I gave him. He went. Then he came back. Then he said, okay, thank you for the food. Now, I want to open an account. What's your opinion? Can you call your treasury department and find out how fix the match, fix the deposit? What they can give me? Because I want to invest in dollars. If you invest, if you do hear that word, you, you get excited as a salesperson because 
without working much, your target for the month, you've met it. And I thought he was going to mention some $10,000, $15,000, something. $500,000. I, I stood up. When I called the head office, the head office said, let him come. I said, I'm not letting him come. I am doing the transaction here. I should let him come. Piper, I don't need I should let him come so that you take that seal. You safe. Not knowing this man owns a trash company in the UK. For years. He gave me his bank, his bank statement from the UK. I said, hey. And he came to ask me if they see this. And I gave him. When I saw his bank account, he had gone to a particular bank to close his account because he came here to buy five of the, you know, the huge um, bolakas. That is the, what was the correct name? Garbage truck, not bolaka. <laughs> and when he took the money, some armed robbers waylaid him and took the money. And he suspected that the, the particular bank, they, because, like, how would anybody know that he's here to take such an amount? And he was going to pay cash. Now, you one track is how much? And he was going to pay five. Five. Cash. Tell him, Grovo And they took the money from him. So he was mad. I opened the account for him, did everything for him, gave me his card, and he went. I didn't pursue it. Whatever your hand, if he came and now I maltreated him, you think you give me his card? Some of you, when they say do something all day, why is it every day? Why is it every day? Whatever your hand finds to do, whatever your hand finds to do, it may not be pleasant. It may be. Uh, she has used the word. Comfort has used the word. Irritating. If you check, when you work. Your boss will give you work when he sees that you are a hard worker. It is because you have a leadership grace. No boss wastes time calling lazy people to come and do things for them. No boss does that. Your mother says, come and help you in the kitchen to cook. Why isn't I every day you are calling me? Why isn't I every day you are calling me? And why isn't I don't like calling the other people? Whatever your hand finds to do. All your siblings can go and play. Only you when you go out now, then they are calling you back. Where you have got into? Where have you got into? You have not got anywhere. Do it.
Elisha was where he has gotten to. He was tending his father's flock. He was a servant in his father's house. And then a man of God came to throw mantle on him. David was a shepherd, hard-working guy in the backside of the desert. And then the siblings came to call him. The prophet is looking for you. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it. Opportunities is in the pathways of life. You may not know why, how it will come. Do it well. Jesus says, who will give you your true riches if you are not faithful in another man's business? If you are not faithful. Man of God, continue for me. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. For there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave. Where there is no device in the grave. I feel like flipping it and working it, but that's not my destiny. Nothing from the grave will work against you. Amen. 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 No device from the grave will work against you. That's not the topic for the day. Let's go. Let me fo follow my pattern so that I don't change the rivers. Let's go. I returned and saw under the sun. Mm -hmm. That the race is not to the swift. Why? Build expertise and use your swiftness to do hard the work that has been given to you. Even though the race is not to the swift. It does not negate the building of swiftness. You will need it. Hmm. You will do what? Let's go. Nor the battle to the strong. Become strong, but don't depend on your strength. Become strong, but don't depend on the strength. Let's go. Nor bread to the wise. Become wise, but don't let your wisdom go ahead of you. Let's go. Nor riches to men of understanding. Let's go. Nor favor to men of skill. Let's go. But time and chance happen to them all. When you are strong, when you when you are uh, you have you are a person of understanding, when the season of time and chance come, when when the word chance is opportunity, when chance comes, you will be able to apply your swiftness, your skill, your understanding. And then you will hit it big. But if you lack scale, you lack swiftness, you lack uh, favor, favor, and 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 riches. Uh, riches. When opportunities come, for instance, you hear that a certain investment opportunity has come. And this in the standard potential is not number one or a Ponzi scheme. Invest, and it's going to be the lifetime opportunity for you to explode into wealth. And you have not built riches. And you spent every seed on your stomach. Will you be able to invest? Chance, time and chance came. But you lacked the, the, the ability to invest because you wasted 
your, your building process. You didn't learn when you were supposed to learn. I pray for you that you will not waste opportunity to learn. Amen. The opportunity to build swiftness, may you not waste it so that when time and chance comes, you will have a leverage to take advantage of that opportunity. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Is it a hard subject? I am saying that, man, i go read it again. The race is not to the swift. Okay, nor the but battle. you need swiftness. Number one. Number two? No, the battle to the strong. You need strength. Build strength. And let me even talk about physical strength. Some of you, physical strength may stop you from taking advantage of time and seasons. Do you know why? When the time and chance happens, and let's say you get a lifetime opportunity, you're going to build, um, go to the oil rig to work, and you are not strong. When you do something small, then you get tired. Will you, will you be able to benefit from that opportunity? You won't. You say you want, you play soccer. You are not, you are not training. And then a man finds you. Time and chance happens. He takes you there to the U.S. And people are training. You, you are in Ghana. All you eat is Gary Sokins. Gobe. That's all you've been eating. And you go and meet people who eat proper protein. Who are training. When their body touch you, know, you fall down. You see that you got time and chance, but you didn't have the capacity, the strength to play in that circle. You go to some teams, the way they play, the strength and the energy. You, you run from, you, you walk from that junction to this place. You start breathing like a pregnant fish. <sighs> you, you climb this small staircase. <sighs> And you want to go and play against who? Are you understanding it now? So build capacity. Be strong. Physically and spiritually. Some of you, you have never taken Diwema before. And you are weak. Every day, your stomach is bloated. Bloated stomach with flatulence is a sign of weak liver. You are not building capacity. Who can say, ooh, yeah, yeah. You see, it's a, a sign of... <laughs> Philip, why are you looking at me like that? I've not mentioned your name. <laughs> Stop eating late night plenty. See, change the way they've taught you to eat your three square meals. Breakfast must be heavy if you're a breakfast person. Eat proper. Reduce 
the kind of food you eat in the lunch for lunch. And then dinner is not dinner should be very light. Very light. Your stomach will work well when you sleep, and then it will fast. Your stomach will fast. Well, you reduce what you eat. You see that some heart burns, some things that you suffer, it will go. The first push it will stop. I don't want to go there. I, I don't want to go there. Because there are children here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Even though the battle is not to the strong, okay, they will not select you because you are strong, but build strength. Because when time and chance happens, you will need that strength. And then what else? Nor bread to the wise, uh -huh. nor riches to men of understanding, uh -huh. nor favor to men of skill. Uh -huh. But time and chance happen to them. Now, all. build these capacities so that when time and chance happens, and the Spirit of God move you into that door, you build the skill. You have built understanding. You have built the capacity. Zion impact pastors, we are building capacity so that when the crowd comes, you know how to control crowd. Let me tell you, build capacity because let me tell you, some of you want to be famous. When you become famous, you can eat into you. So one young guy got, took advantage of this lockdown thing, became very popular and very rich in the US. He's dead now. They showed a whole documentary, his before pictures, what he started doing. Then he hit it big. He did some skate beat that hit big. And he became a celebrity overnight. Started tattooing, started going smoking, started uh, taking cocaine. He is dead. He is dead. You want to be famous? Not everybody can handle fame. Because fame comes, foolish people will come at you. People will dig into your life. People will dig into your life and start bringing up things. By the time you see, so have you built capacity to tolerate nonsense? You want to build a multi-dollar company, but you don't build the capacity to contain criticisms. Have you seen you, how you like to insult your boss? Have you seen Answer me. You are an apprentice. You see how you insult your boss. You see how you insult your lecturers. Wait. You will get there. Then you will realize that uh, it is easy to mark people's exam scripts. Like some teachers went to write and they all failed. And then they are complaining that the exams, the questions are not what they studied. When they, are, they do that to their students, now that they have failed, they can talk. It is very easy. A certain politician was insulting a certain politician. 
calling them incompetent and all that. Now they know that your fundamentals It is very easy to look at somebody doing something. Say, oh, I can do it better. And you won't go and learn and be throwing theoretical statements in the air. And people will think you are wise. Because you have the men. Very soon, you will notice that the men are useless men. And they don't have even foundations for fundamentals. Build capacity and stop criticizing. The time you waste to criticize somebody, be build them. See, when you see somebody's mistakes, learn and then build your own. Rather than going to use the person's weakness against them. So that when it comes, it's not about talk, it's about action. Do you understand me? That is why Africa is bleeding everywhere. Africa is hemorrhaging. We are hemorrhaging because of foolish leadership. Who didn't build capacity? They just saw opportunity to make money. And they didn't build skill. They didn't build anything. Young woman wanting to get married. When the opportunity to get married comes, what will you bring to the table? Aside your body. Every woman here, every woman here, I've taught you severally, you are a suitable helper. That, you are not uh, an aplanke. You are not a footnote. God has graced you with resources. That's why you are called a helper. Nobody calls a useless person for help. And I will give you another helper. The Holy Spirit is not less resourced. Build yourself. Stop thinking about the wedding day. Cockroach brown will not make the marriage beautiful. Do you understand me? Color, satin, color, whatever, sardine, color. It, won't do, it has no... Watch it what? Make sure that when opportunity comes, you will not lose it. Let me end on this. Let me end on this. Let me end on this. How to identify opportunities? Another time we'll go through the rest of the point. How people miss opportunity and how to maximize opportunity. Go through the next two points. But today, let me just. How people, how to identify opportunities. First of all, I want you to understand this. Opportunities come in two major ways. Number one, either through the normal course of life or through divine intervention. Normal course of life because God has, like I said, 
filled the pathways of your life already with opportunities. Naturally. He says, seed time and harvest time will never cease. So that op- constant natural opportunity is there to plant seed and to harvest. To plant seed and to harvest. That opportunity, it is in a wheel of time. It will happen to every money, every human being on the face of the earth. Do you understand me? There are opportunities. The opportunity to, to, to be a baby, to grow into a toddler, young and grow, being influenced by different uh, leaders. Being influenced by different, different mentors, being influenced by different graces, it will come. They are all opportunity to learn. Okay? There is the opportunity to, to learn and then the opportunity to implement. Opportunities to learn, opportunities to implement. These two all are all embedded in the normal seasons of life. The normal seasons of life is replete with opportunities. You must know. May say, opportunity, I can't say what you Akwenya, Akwenya, a war, Wabrabo, Yamiama, Sakunya, be bray. A day child, this and you know, Akwenya be bray, or Akwenya, a dissuan, dear. Enya, who no moo, a war. Says, I couldn't any banal, oh, the tehob, oh, the tebebina, oh, coconsa, oh, oh, fanya, she now had done no near Hanoi, did not chumu ban. A queen and I, ye did, ye did, did you man on so bar? Ubon said, When the time for implementation comes, you will notice that you are handicapped because you didn't take advantage of the normal opportunities that exist in life. The normal opportunity to go to school, to study and to pass your exams. And whilst doing that, to build, to learn how to relate with diverse people in your classroom. You have diverse people. You have foolish people. You have semi-foolish people. You have very, 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 very foolish people. You have wise people, semi-wise people. You have different types of people. You have Ampe Jarier, Ampa Dissia, any Antipe, all of them. I'm tempted to say something else, but we are about to close, so let me. You have to learn. The Bible says that dwell with in wisdom, dwell with wisdom with those who are outside. There are people who are not within the gamut of where you are going to. Relate to them according to wisdom. Don't be an enemy of somebody who does not believe in you. But there is a way to relate with everybody. There is a way to relate with everybody. Daniel became a prime minister in a foreign land. He knew how to relate. He was working with sorcerers. He was working with magicians and witches. We never see anywhere where he prayed against them or hated them. They hated him. They plotted against him. But in all their machinations, their juju couldn't work against him. Have you realized that? Have you realized that? If the company you are in, you realize that five of them, five of your colleagues, including your boss, it's a magician. Will you stay in that company? Aaron, will you stay? Your boss himself is a chief magician. Will you stay? 
But this man built his capacity. All the magicians were afraid of him. In fact, he was their boss. You are the head. They made you a manager. All your subordinates are magicians. Ho, 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 people. Philip, will you stay? Why won't you stay? Light is needed where there is darkness. Go and shine. Go and shine. Go and shine. And stop being afraid of darkness. Do you know why you are afraid? Because you are not building capacity to be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor. You are not doing that. So when you go to work and you see that your boss is a Freemason, you are afraid. When we say that there is going to be wealth transfer from the wicked to the... You think that it's going to pass through the air. It is because you are going to work with them and you get contracts from them and you, they will give you their money and the money will come. You are too afraid. Build capacity. Tell your neighbor, build your capacity. Don't be a superstitious Christian. Build capacity. Daniel, built, Daniel lived in a time where Jesus Christ had not died and yet he succeeded amongst magicians. Who born you? Who born you? Holy Ghost born you, you are afraid. Tell your neighbor, change your mindset. Change your mindset. Change your mindset. Change your mindset. So, I said opportunities come in two ways. Natural events. Let's, let's look at one particular... Oh, no, I can't do that. The time, I can't do that. So, let me close on this one. Hopefully, next week, I'll continue from there. Okay, and then we'll add the. I'm praying to God that all the things that God wants to do as Jesus is preparing to come. He said he gave his talents to you so that you will occupy, you will do business till he comes. You must be relevant when he comes. He says he's coming to, with his reward in his hands to give you according to your works. The works he wants to that he is going to reward is the work of your destiny. And he, his talent is the resources he has given to you. And opportunities are the blocks of time that he is giving to you within which you will encounter the necessary opportunities to do what he wants you to do. When he comes, he, you are going to be accountable. He, showed, he told us that through the parables he shared with us. Do you understand me? That he, we will give account. Don't say you gave me one talent, so I didn't work with it. He said, even if you could not work, and we'll talk about it next week, you could, not, you could have given it to the bankers, the people who are working out with the opportunities. Add yours to them. In other words, support them. If you had used your gift to support them, still you would have been rewarded. But to bury it, to be idle, what to them who are at ease in Zion, to be idle and not do anything. You are not building capacity. You just come to church, dance and go home, dance and go home, dance and go home. You are denying yourself the reward that the master will bring. Look for something and do. Okay? And if it's not the time for you to do, learn something. One man told me, build capacity and sit on it. Build capacity.
capacity and sit on it. So that when opportunity comes, when chance comes, you will see that you are flying. When I met Bishop Oyedipo, he said, multiply grace by learning. He said, man of God, multiply grace by learning. Multiply what? Don't waste opportunity. Some of you think you have grown, so you don't learn anything. I keep, sometimes I share with you, go to Google. There are things to learn Google, in Google school. Google Classroom. Type it in your phone. You see that there are opportunities. Don't waste time. Don't do what? I don't know what you have heard this morning. But you see, God wants you to be beneficial in his kingdom. He says, I'm the Lord your God who teaches you to profit. God wants you to be profitable in his kingdom. And, and, and profitable does not necessarily mean coming to clean dust in the church. It is in the station of life he has positioned you in that family, in that community, in that school, in that relationship. Be profitable. Show forth that you are a Christian. And showing forth you are a Christian does not mean quoting scriptures. It's not a scripture you quote at work and listen to gospel music that proves that you are a Christian. No. It is seen in your conduct. And in the output that you put out there that people see. Your output. And people, when we went out yesterday, we went out to distribute food. Okay. I dressed normal. I didn't put on normal. Who went with me? Dion. Dion was there. We gave food to somebody. The people said, you are a suffer. You, you are a pastor. You, you are a pastor. Not that they know me. I said, how do you know? He said, the way you look, the way you talk, you are a pastor. I said, I just said, oh, we are celebrating birthday. Please, this is food, this is food. He said, you are a pastor. When I said, I'm not a pastor, I said, if you are not, then when the time comes, you know that you are a pastor. <laughs> Dion was there. Dion was there. I went with him. I gave man, uh, I went to Trotro. The Trotro guy stopped me. He said, boss, mommy, be. I gave him one. Then he took one for his, his, his driver's mate. The driver's, ah, he not, then he said, oh, also for no, also for no, I said, I took my kids. We were going to buy, I was dressed, my jeans, my folded my, this and wearing my son. We entered the room, oh, pastor, welcome. I said, why, do you know me? I'm not a pastor. He said, no, the way you look, you are a pastor. You, the, the way you look. It's not in, in listening to gospel music and... No, I, that... The way you behave, the way you speak, let your speech be sorted that it may minister grace. When you speak, people don't believe that you are a Christian. Some of you, when you invite your friends to church and they hear you speaking in tongues, they go like, Hey! <laughs> hey! You have Holy Spirit. When you come to work, your nickname is Evil Spirit. Because every day you are angry. You don't know how to not respond to it. Every day you are angry. May that be removed from you. May that be removed from you. Because these are the things that deny us the advantage, the opportunities that heaven has given to us. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. 
that you'll be relevant in God's house. When I say God's house, I'm not talking about the, the, this four walls. I'm talking about you as a member of the, 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 the bigger community, the, the church of God, okay? Playing your role. Playing your role. Helping building people, building your own capacity and becoming who heaven says you will be. May opportunities abound to you. May time and chance favor you. This year, 2023, whatever must happen for you to advance, for the kingdom of God to be glorified, I pray for you that you will encounter it. Whoever you must meet, whatever revelation in scripture that must empower you, may that grace come upon you. May that grace come upon you. May that grace come upon you. In the name of Jesus. I want you to pray. The verse 10 of Ecclesiastes 9. It's a time and chance. Say, Father, I receive time and chance. Let time and chance come. I receive opportunity for every area of my life. You are a student. Father, I receive time and chance to build capacity and to become. May I not do courses that has no relevance in my life? Maybe you are supposed to be a, a, a lawyer. But you are wasting your time with, 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 uh, what? Engineering. And you may be passing because it is possible to be successful in the wrong thing. And, and Miles Monroe said, one of the most painful things in life is to be successful in the wrong thing. It's very true. May you not waste your resources in the wrong thing. May you not waste time doing the wrong thing. If you're on your way to Tema, if you are on the Tema road, and in your mind you are going to Elubu, no matter the good intentions you have, no matter how powerful your car is, and how fast, and how much of a skillful driver you are, once you're on the wrong path, you will not arrive at Elubu. Because when a tree falls to the south, that's where it will lie. Where you turn, that's the direction you are going. May you be found in the right direction. May the opportunity for you to discover who you are and what heaven has given to you come upon you. Jacob never knew that he was going to be an ancestor of a great nation until he had the opportunity of an encounter. Then he began to change his mind. I pray for you that you will discover yourself. I pray for you that heaven will grace you. Whatever is in the blocks of time to deny you that destiny God has given to you, may it be removed. Pray, Father, I receive time and chance. Time and a chance. I feed you with time. Anybody whose time is running out, may God restore you. Whatever time of yours that is running out, may God have mercy on you. May God give you speed, speed on your feet to catch up with time. I had an encounter. (laughs) I raised against time. The sun was about to set. And I ran to a particular place and came and overtook the sun. The sun that was setting. 
and I ran. I said, hey! God said, I am able to grace you to be faster than time. Pray. Please bring the communion. Father, we thank you for the, body, for the body of Jesus that was broken, for our healing, and for our peace. And we thank you for the blood that was shed for our justification, sanctification, and elevation. Lord, as we partake of this Holy Communion, as was instructed to do this in remembrance of you, we are reminded that a day came where you, you, you spilled your blood for our salvation. This is the month of salvation. Open doors. And for fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Lord, by the blood and by the body. Let the portals open. Let our fellowship with you be restored. Save, O oh God. Deliver your people. Destroy the works of the enemy. Let the captives be set free. Let there be healing and deliverance. Let destinies be restored. And above all, let the grace of divine opportunity abound. I pray that, Lord, your people will become all that you have ordained them to be. Amen. Holy Spirit, visit your people. Let there be signs and wonders. Let the sick be healed. Let fibroids disappear. Let cysts disappear. Let every bodily pain disappear. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverance. Let there be peace. Let there be joy. By this holy communion, we usher your people into the feast of far things. Amen. May your people enjoy. Amen. Zion Impact, I prophesy over you that you will enjoy life. Amen. You will enjoy life. Amen. You will not just endure, but you will enjoy. Amen. You will enjoy. Amen. You will enjoy life. Amen. You will enjoy life. Amen. You will enjoy life. Amen. May God rescue you and plant you on a stable land where you will enjoy life in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.